Today and welcome to partake in our series, Scriptural Delights. Here is our 11th podcast of our series, going through the awesome wonder that is Psalm 119. Today we look at the ninth of its 22 letters, Teth, and its verses 65 to 72. Psalm 119, 65 to 72. Thou hast dealt well with thy servant, O Lord, according unto thy word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Before I was afflicted I went astray, but now I have kept thy word. Thou art good and doeth good. Teach me thy statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep thy precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in thy law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Thank you. Just like the previous section, the psalmist starts again with a great acclamation. O my Lord God, you have done good to your servant according to your word. Here the psalmist, David, acclaims God for his faithfulness and for the consistency of his innate goodness. God has again kept his promises to his servant David and is faithful to him. From God's promises flow the benefits of serving this, the living God. Then the servant David asked this great God to teach him knowledge and judgment, for without either, David could not live rightly in accordance with God's commandments and precepts. This is a king willing to be a servant of the Lord, with a teachable mind and a malleable spirit. So by the renewing of his mind, and the gaining of knowledge, David seeks to use this knowledge wisely and in good taste and judgment as he makes decisions, both private and public, personal and as king. But from verse 67, we see that David had not always done so. He had gone astray from being obedient to God. Whether it was one incident like the incident with Bathsheba, or if he is relating himself to the natural rebelliousness against God that all people have, this David now seeks to be fully obedient to God in mind, heart, in spirit, and in service. His zealousness for God and God's law and word is palpable. You can taste it as you read how David went from rebellion to obedience and submission to God's ways and God's laws. Whatever David's affliction was, it certainly had a a curative effect on him. As he looked back on his life, David saw what God had done and how God had brought him through, teaching him and loving him. David could see that rebellion and insolence marked the historical Israel's relationship with God and how God had taught and moulded them. Verse 68 sees the servant David yet again pleading, begging, and beseeching God to teach him. Teach me your decrees, O great God. O great God, you are good, and goodness is you. 
All that God does is good, the psalmist cries, because goodness is part of the innate and essential character of God. The psalmist knows that God is good and and good all the time. But knowing God is good, David doesn't seek or pray for wealth, honours or privilege. By no means. David the psalmist seeks and prays continually to be taught how to obey this great and awesome and wonderful God who is worthy of all worship and being fully obeyed. The psalmist David then compares his perjurers against God. The proud enemies of David have perjured and lied against him, telling lies, spreading malicious talk, gossiping, and basically denigrating his character. Does David now wish to take revenge upon them? Nope. David desires once again with heartfelt yearning to learn from God and keeping his precepts and statutes in his heart. These opponents of his have hearts of impenetrable and unmovable stone. They have no feelings or sensitivity to the ways of God. They are disobeying God. All this could well discourage David, leaving him depressed, feeling defeated, battered, bruised and beaten. But again, no! The Spirit of God pierces David's heart and he is shown to be malleable and teachable, willing to be obedient to this God he serves. David's delight is not in seeking revenge, but in reading about God and his innate goodness and law. During his affliction, David may well have questioned God and asked, Why me? He may well have been feeling quite dissolute during these times. But now after the event, he says that it was good because God chastened him. That was part of God's method of teaching him because God loved him. David knew that he was naturally obstinate against God. David now knew that obedience is better than sacrifice and that what God wanted from him was his utter and total obedience. No amount of sacrifices could beat that. And in the la- this last verse, David again states that his primary desire is not for honour, riches, or a vast inheritance or kingdom, but rather just and simply to listen to God speaking to him through the word. Wow, that is awesome, isn't it? God is good and good all the time. Good in who he is, good in what he does, good in what he does to teach us. Our response, as it was for the psalmist, is to be totally obedient to this God of goodness. Yet, if we are honest, we have to say at least to ourselves that sometimes we don't feel or see the goodness of God. We all are naturally rebellious and disobedience against Him. This God demands our obedience and conformity to Him and His laws. Not as a means to salvation, because that could only ever be by His grace and mercy. We show we are his people by being obedient to him, which consists of loving him and loving others. We are to love also getting to know him and have zealousness for the Bible and for prayer, to speaking to him, which is what prayer is, simply speaking to God. And we read about how God is good in your Bible and pray to him to teach you. He will if you ask him. We are to be obedient by serving others 
And by doing so, this reveals we are serving this almighty God of goodness. Then we too, like the psalmist, will be servant-hearted, teachable, malleable, humble and obedient, shining as lights in this world of darkness. Thank you.